Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is the Adulting with ADHD podcast, self-empowerment for people with ADHD. Today, I'm very excited to have with me again, Dusty Chipura. Dusty is an ADHD coach based out of Vancouver. How are you doing, Dusty? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Today, we're going to be talking about doulas. For those who haven't listened to an episode with you before, a little background about yourself and how you got into this line of work. Yeah, so my name is Dusty Chapora. I'm an ADHD coach in Vancouver, British Columbia. I work with all kinds of people of all genders and all ages from all backgrounds and all sorts of places all over the world. But one of my specializations is ADHD and pregnancy. So I give talks about the impacts of ADHD and pregnancy. It's an area where I have a lot of interest. And yeah, I'm still in training to become a, a certified doula because it's really hard to finish things when you have ADHD, but I'm super close. Just got to finish the one last thing and then I'll be done. That is so cool. I am so happy to get an update about that. So to that point, why are doulas so great for people with ADHD? Yeah, well, doulas are great for everyone. And so like one way to think about doulas is a doula is a lot like a coach, but like a birth coach, right? So, you know, with, with coaching, we're supporting clients, we're kind of walking alongside them, partnering with them, empowering them, just like sort of being there, like being their hype man, you know, being sort of the shoulder to cry on, just always being the person there supporting them, but empowering them. Right. And so in much the same way, your doula as your birth coach is, you know, helping to make sure that you're having the the birth experience you want to have, helping to support your partner, just being like just really being another supportive person in the room, but someone with a lot of birth knowledge so that if and when things do go haywire, you've got sort of like a calm, experienced presence there. You know, you're if you have a partner, that person's going to be your primary support but who's supporting them, right? So the doula plays mm-hmm. that role. A doula can, can also help you with like education, right? So although a doula isn't like a trained medical professional, they can help with stuff like breastfeeding or, you know, after like postpartum care, you know, different ideas for how to manage pain during labor, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's just really helpful because pregnancy is such a weird experience. Like if you've never done it, It's just this whole world of like different things that happen both to you, like in your body and to your body and in the labor process, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, if you're having sort of your standard hospital birth, there's a lot that happens that isn't explained to you. There's a lot that can go, you know, different than how you pictured it. There's all, you know, we talk about the regular pregnancy things like, oh, morning sickness and like stretch marks, but there's like there's so many other things that happen to your body during pregnancy or that can happen that like aren't covered that it's, it's just so nice to have somebody who like kind of who knows what's going on and that you can ask. Yeah. And so that's where I think it becomes important for people with ADHD is like, we do tend to ruminate, we overthink things, we get overwhelmed, 
or, you know, we like, you know, we can get overwhelmed by information and stop listening when a doctor or a midwife is ex explaining something. We can like, you know, I think like sometimes picture worst case scenarios. So I think it's really handy for a person with ADHD and that type of brain to have someone they can go to, to like ask questions at any time and ask all the questions and, and feel uninhibited about whatever they're worrying about, whatever they're thinking about, like someone that they feel more comfortable with who they know isn't going to like judge them or who's going to support them in, in their unique way of like showing up. Yeah. And what, what's the difference between a doula and a midwife? They're not the same, right? No, yes. Yeah. So a midwife is a trained healthcare professional. A midwife is basically a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Like they they have all the qualifications to deliver your baby under most circumstances. They can't, you know, normally I think what a midwife will do is they'll escalate it to an OBGYN in the case of any emergent situations or like if you need a C-section. But, you know, midwives can do home births, they can deliver babies vaginally, and they can help with VBACs, like vaginal birth after cesarean. So they're more like the doctor, although a midwife is going to be more, I think, like holistic than, than in a lot of cases than just an OBGYN. So midwives tend to give you a little bit more like of that personalized attention, maybe like looking more at what you're, you're eating, your lifestyle, like helping support you as a pregnant person in all the like ways, right? And so the doula is more like focused on your experience, like being your partner, hanging out with you, you know, caring about, you know, even taking it to that next level of like getting to know your, your life and your needs and your preferences and your partner, right? Oh. And then a midwife is going to be like a doctor where they're going to see you for that postpartum follow up, but that's it, right? Whereas a doula can, can be either labor and delivery or postpartum or both. So the doula may have more sustained contact with you after you give birth and might do more more visits for a little bit of a longer period. Awesome. And so did what's it like having a doula? Did you have one for your pregnancy? I did not. I wanted to, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. But I have attended a few births as a doula in as part of my training. So I've actually been there where yeah. that actually is happening. <laughs> yeah. What what is it like? Like if you could describe it at all. Like just yeah. what are, what's going on in the room when it's happening. Well, like every birth is, is different, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. A doula, you know, it, again, like it kind of depends on the person. Is it their first birth? You know, is it going well? Like is labor progressing normally? Is it maybe going a little sideways? Does the person have experience or not? Also, where are they giving birth? Because they could be giving birth at home or in a hospital. In my yeah. case, all the births I've attended were in hospitals. But one of the things a doula can do is really advocate for you, right? So if we, mm -hmm. we, if we're having one of those birth experiences where, like things aren't going as planned or maybe like the pregnant person's feeling a little scared or uncomfortable and the doctor is maybe being less than sympathetic, right? Or the nurses are a bit rushed. Um, the doula can be the person to advocate for the pregnant person who might be overwhelmed, right? So the if the doctor says, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to start you on Pitocin right now. We're going to like, you know, I can't, the word is escaping my brain. <clears throat> the thing to bring on labor. Inducing? We're, yeah, we're going to induce you now or like, mm -hmm. We want, you know, we think should, you should have a C-section like right now, or yeah. we're going to have like our, our doctors in training come in and, you know, we have, you know, junior doctors, words in my brain, you know what I'm talking about. They're not junior doctors. What's the word? Like we're going to oh. have our residents, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, like the residents or the interns or the... Yeah, right. And so these yeah. are all situations that could be like really kind of scary and the person might feel overwhelmed. And so a, a, like an experienced doula is going to be able to advocate for the person and say, hey, like she really didn't want to be induced. Is this like super like is this super medically necessary that this happens right now or can we give it a bit more time? 
Mm-hmm. Um, say, hey, you know, my client doesn't want any anybody in the room other than the OB. They can say, hey, you know, she, you know, she's requesting this or that. She's requesting to be able to wear her own clothes. She wants the lights low, like sort of managing the environment. And and you know, obviously, at the end of the day, the goal is to get the baby out in a safe and healthy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes, you know, in hospitals, things are things are, we're looking at what's, we're sometimes looking at what's like the most expedient and we're not always looking at what's going to be the best like outcome for, for parent and baby. And it does Mm -hmm. matter because like birth trauma is a real thing. And, you know, if you have a really scary and upsetting and hard birth, you know, like labor, you might, (laughs) you know, that might impact your decision to have future children. It might impact bonding with your baby. So we don't want to, you know, we don't want to like elevate, oh, the experience of birth over safety necessarily. But I think it's a lot more of a gray area than, than we're sometimes led to believe as far as like what a birth could be like. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so one of the roles of the doula is really to like advocate for that client as much as, as is possible and is safe. Another, you know, again, another role of that doula is to be checking up on the partner, right? So the doula is not taking the place of the partner, but you could imagine like if a, if a person was in labor and they had like their sister or their mom there as well as their partner. Okay. So they've got like two support persons. So now just imagine instead it's the partner and it's the doula, right? So the, the, the doula and the partner are working together to support the laboring person. You know, the doula might be switching out with the partner as far as like giving people back rubs or foot rubs or, you know, even just going to grab coffee for the partner. If the partner's overwhelmed and they need to step out in the hallway, maybe the doula is checking in with them. Like, Hey, have you eaten? Can I get you any food? Right. Yeah. So really just kind of like another person in the room to like help support the person who's in labor and their support. But it, it could also look like that advocacy piece. It could look like a bit more of that active coaching where they're, where they're saying, okay, we, you know, we talked about breathing techniques. Let's try some of those, you know, could be that Very more active cool. role as well. Yeah. Awesome. How can people go about affording this? Like you said there was kind of like stuff out there you could seek out maybe. Like there was like birth support resources. Yeah, I think we were talking about the expense of it or, you know, how you can afford it. I try to make that really affordable. So I do like pregnancy group coaching and the full rate is like $100 a month for that per person. But people are always, everything I do is sliding scale. So if that's not, Mm -hmm. well, you know, I'll always make sure that people have access to that. Because I specifically trained as a doula to be able to do this, I don't know a lot about like what the going rates are for having a doula. I imagine that they're different from place to place, but there's always doulas in training, right? And training doulas, just like training ADHD coaches are always looking for client hours. So if you need to save money or you can't afford it, you know, one option is to like sort of get in contact with your local doula training, like organization and seek out a, a training doula who'd be willing to do it for free or for sliding scale. You know, the, the drawback being that obviously, you know, they may not be as experienced, but their, their training will be fresher. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then like in Canada, at, well, at least in British Columbia, because healthcare is provincially mandated in Canada. So in oh. British Columbia, you mm-hmm. can choose either an OB or a midwife when you're pregnant and it's like the same. So the, the cost of midwifery is, would be covered just the same as an OB. And, but then you would stay with, you would either have an OB or a midwife and you would just stick with that person throughout your pregnancy. So that would be covered. And unfortunately, I'm not exactly sure how that works in America. Yeah. Um, either. Covered or not, but yeah. you know, let's say that there's no training doulas available <laughs> and you can't afford the cost of like a, a regular doulas contract. What you could do is you could sort of have 
another support person, like a friend or a sibling, you know, kind of stand in. And I think you would, you know, if that were the case, you would just want to like read some books together and talk about how you want that person to support you. So you could sort of make your own doula, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. And last time we talked, your pregnancy book was about to be published and that's happened since then, right? Yeah, it's still, it's only digital. The person who I co-wrote it with is Alex Bacon, who's the president of the Canadian Midwives Association. And both of us are heinously busy and have preschoolers the same age. So we have not yet got around. We wanted to add a postpartum section to it and then publish it physically. So right oh. now it's it's a digital download. It's on my website and mm-hmm. it's like 15 bucks or something. It's like pretty cheap. And so people can download it and it's either a fillable PDF so they can use it digitally as a journal. But I recommend that people spend the extra money to get it printed because I mean, I think there's if you have ADC, it's helpful to have something you can like physically print and flip through and write in. But yeah. you know, not everybody uses mediums the same. So it's in a digital or print format. And in the future, we want to have it like properly printed as a journal. So next month, Alex and I are actually traveling um, to Bali for to speak at a midwifery conference. And while we're there, we'll be working on the postpartum section of that journal and then sending it to physical print, hopefully for later this year. Wow, that is so cool. And it is so cool to hear that if you wanted to, you could have a doula virtually for a hundred a month. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And that's in such a short amount of time because I remember I I had my daughter in 2017 and I don't I don't remember looking for that stuff, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't around. So that's that's pretty cool to hear that it's becoming more accessible. Yeah. I mean, I I think it existed, but that's the thing. Like it's not, you know, how would you find this stuff out, right? I mean, I'm yeah. I'm surrounded by it. So I'm still surprised when people go, oh, ADHD coaching. I didn't know that was a thing. But like there's, you know, it's hard to know what your options for support are. Right. Right. Totally. Is there anything you wanted to add about this subject, about doulas? And I say like, you know, I've, I've given some some talks with Doula Canada and stuff like that. And I would say like if you're, you know, there's only one of me, unfortunately, but for like a doula in your area to to help you during labor or postpartum, I think it's important to like make sure that doula is neurodiverse affirming. Because one thing I will say is that like, you know, when we're talking about midwifery and we're talking about doulas, we're often coming from like a more holistic, you know, view of what birth is. And sometimes those holistic views can carry over into mental health in a way that may unintentionally be neurodiverse unaffirming, right? So, you know, when we're, when, you know, a, a big thing that we talk about with like midwifery and, and sort of in the doula world is like this medicalization of birth, right? That like a pregnant person is treated like a patient with an illness, right? Pregnancy yeah. is this like illness that needs treatment. And so, you know, every, the way that the pregnant person is treated in the hospital is sort of all to the medical standards of how you would treat any patient with any like medical condition. But there's so much more that's important to a pregnant person's experience, right? Especially the first time, right? That's such a scary, different thing for them to go through. It's like one of the most life-changing moments of their life. And so when you have like nurses and doctors kind of walking around, like just like not, you know, like not caring about that experience, it can be really disempowering. And so that's, I think a lot of what like midwifery and doulas bring to the table is like, like that safety and making sure the baby gets here and, and that the parent birthing parents okay but adding in that layer of like hey this is something really special 
right? Like, let's celebrate this. Like, let's make sure that this is a special moment for you and your baby. Let's like honor that. And that's really cool. But again, I think sometimes coming from that background, we don't always have, you know, like with ADHD, I would argue that a more medical view of it is really important, right? It's really important that we see ADHD as a neurobiological condition that has a real impact on the functioning of a pregnant person. So I would say like, you know, when you're looking for a doula, you know, be open about having ADHD, talk about neurodiversity, be on the lookout for people saying stuff like, you know, ADHD isn't real or, or like (laughs) being a little med shamey, right? Or, you know, talking about healing your gut or treating, you know, treating (laughs) medical health through diet, right? Like, look, be be on the lookout for those kind of red flags and, and like, let the person know how you as an ADHD or, or an autistic person too, like how you show up as a neurodivergent person, what your needs are, and like, make sure that you're working with someone who is going to make you feel safe and comfortable because you're going to be at literally your most vulnerable in every sense of the word, right? You're going to, the person in that room is going to see everything. They're going to hear everything and they're going to be there at your, at the most vulnerable moment of your entire life. So you really want someone on your team who feels safe. And, and I think there's a lot of like doulas out there who are going to be the right person for you. But it's just like one of those things, you know, you want to check if they're going to be on your team. Do they really have your back? Yeah, really good advice. So where can our listeners find you and keep up with all the things you're doing? Um, so my website is VancouverADHDCoaching.com. So I'll spell that. It's V-A-N-C-O-U. V E R Vancouver ADHD coaching.com. It's a long, long name, I know. Or they can find me like on TikTok or Twitter or Facebook. It, on TikTok and Twitter, it's just Dusty Chapor. It's just my first and last name. And the, the pregnancy journal is on my website. So if you go under shop, you can find it there. And of course, if anybody ever needs access to that and they can't afford to pay, that is fine. You can just DM me, you know, for a sliding skill rate or for a free copy, right? Nobody's ever going to not get the resources that they need from me. Well, Dusty, thank you so much for being on the show. And I, I really appreciate the work that you do. It's such important work. So just thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.